Everybody, uh, not used to hearing my voice first. Usually, Andrew does the introduction, but he is indisposed this evening. So we have a guest host with me today, the uh, fabulous Vito that you all know and love from Twitter. Decided to ask him on so we could yell at each other a little bit. Vito, how's it going tonight? Emphasis on no and love. Um, I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. I'm, I'm great. You? I mean, I don't know how I could be better right now, honestly. Uh, so we guys, we fucking did it. We got Timo. It is Timo time. I know some of us, I look back, I had tweets from 2021 asking to trade Zaka for Timo Meyer when he was maybe available. Uh, I know a lot of other people have been begging for this move to happen for a while, and uh, it happened. I mean, you know, we couldn't make anything easy. We had to get the announcement and then wait like seven hours for them to finally finalize it. But nevertheless, here we are. Uh, what do you think, Vito? You happy? I... I love that you brought up like how long we had to wait. And I was talking about it with a few people last night. Um, it's incredible. And it's not to anyone's oh. fault in yep. the organization or anything. It's just incredible. We are the only team that you ever like hear something leaked and you don't hear anything else for like four Dougie, or five When Dougie hours. signed? Yeah, when Dougie ever. signed, it was the same thing. We waited like a good two, three hours from when I think Pagnata said that he signed before... Anybody actually acknowledge that he actually signed? Same thing with Gaudreau, which obviously, I mean, somebody tweeted earlier, I, I guess it kind of worked out in our favor. I guess if we have Gaudreau, we don't get Timo. And honestly, he's probably a better fit for the team. So, uh, you know, fuck you, Johnny. Out of all the players available over the last year, and there, there were, what, like nine? And there were a total of like 20 guys moved back and forth via trade and free agency, all that would have fit in our top six. I think Timo's the number two guy that fits the I mold best. Chuck, Obviously, yeah. number one Good for Chuck, me was the right? yeah. chalk, exactly. But, that you know, this is the, the second best. He's not, you know, as... Uh, as gritty as to Chuck, but he's got the scoring. He's got the size. He does play physical. He's able to to run through hits. Um, he's not afraid to skate through you with the puck. Um, and he might be putting up fifty next to Jack yeah. or Nico. Um, I'm I'm. <laughs> it's funny. I remember reading for the last week or so, just like, oh, you know, they're holding them out day to day. And you never know how accurate that stuff is with the trade deadline. And if the teams are just saying that, or it's really they're holding them out because of. Uh, for trade implications and some other teams are more upfront with it than not. But then when I, I watched the presser last night and read something, it was like, you know, Timo still day to day. I was like, wait, yeah, what? He's, actually yeah, he's actually injured. Like he's actually injured. Like, yeah. fuck. Um, but no, I, I feel great. That was a masterclass by Fitzgerald. Uh, obviously we still have to wait to see if and what an extension looks like, but they gave up a lot without giving right. up. They anything, gave up. They gave up quantity, is... quality, quantity over quality. I'd say. Uh, I tweeted it earlier today. Um, the only guy I'm really going to miss is Ederland, and not because I think he's going to be this great player. He's, you know, you, you really basically hope Zetterland turns into Timo Meyer, but now you have a twenty. What is he? Twenty five, twenty six. You have a twenty six year old, a guy who's like what three years older than Zetterland that has put up 30-plus goals three times in his career. So you're hoping Zetterlin turns into Meyer, and now you actually have Meyer. Um, you know, obviously we all love his weightlifting stuff and, you know, breaking Ryan's balls about that stuff. And, you know, I liked him. I really did. Ohata, you know, I liked the way he played. It just, you know, he's never going to crack the lineup. It is what it is. No one's going to crack the lineup that's not named Hughes, Nemitz. You know, at this point, we don't really need D prospects, which is why, you know, Mookum and Dolan can go. Um, and the rest of the guys, you know, I, I draft picks. I would have traded. I wouldn't even have put conditions on the two first round picks. I don't care about draft picks at this point. If we're any good, they're going to be in the 20, 25, 30 range. Anyway, they're basically second round picks. And again, 
you're hoping these guys turn into Timo Meyer, and now you have him, and you're probably going to have him under team control for at least another eight years. Yep. Um, and you mentioned Zetterlin as the main piece that you're going to miss. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I think the the biggest like shock was next year's first. Um, that was like, damn, like we really could have used next year's first, like over the summer, uh, or even next trade deadline, you know, if we're in a similar position, which we absolutely should been, should be, um, but again, they, I love that they gave up only left-handed defensemen too, because they're far easier to replace. And now I feel like we, we have a spot for Ryan Graves, not only for next year, hopefully, but for the foreseeable future. Uh, I, I, I think he could sign a, a a low salary, a low cap hit, uh, but higher term, um, just for what he provides. Um, yeah, that that's, that's, yeah, you know, I give as much as we've given Fitz shit over the years about missing out on this guy and missing out on that guy. I'm not sure how much of it actually is, is his fault because, you know, back when Lou was the GM, you don't know how many guys we missed out on that we really would have wanted. And if Twitter was around then, we may have hated Lou just as much as we were hating on, on Fitz for not getting certain players. But because everyone's pumping it up with, oh, they're the odds-on favorite. They're going to, you know, they're they're this deal. They offer this, they offer that. And it falls through him. Now he looks like he's got egg on his face. But, you know, to his credit, he stuck to his guns. He, he said last offseason he was looking to add a specific type of player to the, to the roster. And he did. He's looking for a power forward, and there's not many out there anymore. I mean, he tried to get Kachuk, and Kachuk didn't want to come here for whatever reason. Now he's in shitty Florida with the shitty team right now. But, you know, you, they, they kept looking. They, they acquired assets when they, you know, he said it. I was listening to his presser last night. He's like, we were not a win in a win-now mode last year or the year before. So when you're not a buyer... You acquire assets, so when you become a, a good team like we are now, that's when you use those assets. And, you know, I'm sure weren't thrilled about giving up Mooka Madulin, but where's he going to play? I mean, where's he going to play with? With Luke Hughes, with Siegenthaler, with even <clears throat> Ryan Graves. Like, where is he going to fit in the roster for the next three, four years? Is he going to stay over in Russia? Exactly. Yeah. At best case scenario, he comes over in three years and then is potentially a second or third pairing guy. It's just you you don't want to hold on to these guys for too long to the point where they become evaluable. Yeah, the prospect hugging like the Yankees Um, did it all those years with all those prospects. Like, like Jabba Chamberlain and all these guys, Chance Adams, like all these guys. Oh, no, we can't trade them. These guys are going to and they every single one of them sucked ass. And you would look back and you're like, man, I should have traded those guys. A hundred percent. And then you look at like what Tampa does. It's like they, and, and New England, the New England Patriots are the best way to describe it. The minute they don't have a use for you in the organization, they, they get rid of you for pennies on the dollar. They don't care. They'd rather get anything back for you than What's nothing. What's looking today? Tampa, um, ha- Tampa's only draft pick this year is I think in the sixth round. Yeah. Is, this is insane. They're going to be a fucking issue, though. The East is ridiculous. I I looked at their their bottom six is just they're fucking rough. Um, their bottom line is Corey Perry, Pat Maroon. I I don't even know who their center is, but it's who wants to go against that line ever? They're slow, but you're not getting around them. You know what I mean? I mean, Um, honestly, everyone says the East is going to be a war, and it is, but. I mean, I think if I were a betting person, I'd put money on whoever comes out of the West just because all these teams in the East are going to beat the shit out of each other. No one's going to be left standing. It's funny you say that. I'll send you my bet slip. I was talking with a buddy today, and we were like, yeah, the East is that good, but they're going to be fucking worn out by not even the finals, the Eastern Conference finals. There's going to be a lot of game sevens, a lot of hits thrown, a lot of goals scored, and a lot of overtime games. And a lot of these teams are older. Boston's not a young team. Tampa's not a young team. They've been playing a while. Carolina's played a lot of hockey in the past few years. The Rangers have played a shit ton of hockey in the past few years, and they're not—they're no spring chickens. There's a lot of fucking teams that have played more than a full season combined in playoff hockey over the last three years. 
they're going to be dead by the time they get to the Eastern Conference Finals. I threw money on a There was a bet. I was like, I, I'd love to see what the odds were for a Western Conference team to win over e- East. And actually, I didn't like the odds. It was, I got it at plus one twenty eight for a, a Western Conference t- team yeah, to not... to win. But I was like, I'm just I'm I'm sprinkling a little bit right. on it. Fuck it. I I don't see how an Eastern Conference team gets through three rounds of these teams currently in the playoff race and makes it out alive for the Western Conference. And it's going to be like a Dallas or an Edmonton that ends up just walking all over an yeah. Eastern Conference yeah, team, I Yeah, I agree. Think. I agree. There's, it's, a, it's a gauntlet that, that somebody's going to have to go through. I hope it's us. Hey, you know what's fun about it? We're yeah, I know. It. It's great. It's, we're we're going like, to I think, I mean, I don't know when we're going to possibly clinch a spot, but I think we're, uh, you know, unless something dramatic happens, I think we're pretty much guaranteed a spot at this point well we just i mean they've played like shit for a while but they kept sneaking out the wins they got to get a few loser points in the next few weeks i think um just to stay where we are i don't want to fall behind to the rangers and let them have actual yeah, home ice of, advantage if we the, play them the fake home ice. But uh, yeah, we, we play Tampa like three times days, in a, yeah. a week stretch. We've Car- yeah, we've Carolina, Toronto. It, it's a rough, rough uh, few months. But I kind of want that. I want that instead of like cupcake matchups ending this season because you're preparing. You know what I mean? You're it, these teams are what they are right now. It's not October or November when they're kind of still finding their legs, and you're able to skate around them. We know what these teams are now that we're going up against. And it's time to put it to the test. You know, we say that, but uh, looking back, we had a stretch kind of starting around Christmas where we were like, all right, the next couple of weeks are going to really determine if this team is good or not. And we played Carolina. We lost to them. Then we beat Florida. We lost the two games to Boston. And then we bounced right back and beat Pittsburgh. We lost in the shootout to Carolina. So we got points. We shit all over Detroit. And then we lost to St. Louis, beat the Rangers, beat Carolina, beat Anaheim, beat L.A., beat San Jose, and then lost to South. So it was like a pretty long stretch. And then we beat Pittsburgh, we beat Vegas, and then we had the stinker against Nashville, we beat Dallas. So it was like a month, a month and two weeks, basically, of really, a really tough stretch. And they really came through with flying colors. Again, they, they didn't play the best. You know, you, you want blowouts every game, but sometimes it's not such a bad thing to have to come from behind and, and kind of show a little grit and a little mental toughness, and I think they've done that quite a bit this year. I mean, they lead the league in comeback victories. I think they're at, like, 21 of their victories are, like, coming back uh, from one goal, and I think, like, eight or nine of those, that could be t- totally made up, but I think eight or nine are from two-goal deficits. Sounds um, about right. They, uh overtime kind of scares me in the playoffs because a lot of the overtime wins we've gotten are because of penalties yeah. <laughs> and we've won on the, you know, a, a Dougie slapper yeah. from the point. But uh, I don't know, man, I, we'll get, we'll get there right. when we get there. Let's, yeah, let's appreciate exactly. what's going on now. Exactly. So one thing I'll touch on before we get to the trade deadline is I saw today right before we got on that, I guess Fitz was on NHL Network and mentioned that he was in the process of hammering out a deal right now as we speak with Jesper Bratt's agent. So that's that's encouraging news. Um, I'm hoping that gets done, and then we move right on to getting Timo Meyer locked up long-term. I mean, I can't see any reason why it doesn't happen. I mean, it seems like Timo's over the moon to be here. They're obviously thrilled to have him. You know, I'm sure they'll worry about the cap in the offseason with who's who's coming and who's going because you're going to have, you know, Luke Hughes coming in. You'll probably have Nemitz coming in as your third pairing. You know, they'll probably mix them around. But that's two entry-level contracts where you're, you have Severson's shitty contract coming off. So I'm, I'm not too concerned with the cap. Um, but, that you know, it's certainly encouraging that they're at least talking to Brad's agent and, according to Fitz, in his words, hammering out a deal as we speak. Yeah, um, it's very, it's a great thing to hear, especially because it's like just two or three weeks ago, I think there was a report, I forgot who it's from, that like, it was kind of like status quo, they hadn't talked much, it was kind of like, staying, it, just status quo is the, the way to put it, nobody had set, mentioned anything, uh, they were looking forward to getting talking and everything, 
And now out of nowhere, it's like, all right, they're pretty close, you know, or not pretty close, but like you said, they're hammering it out um, and not waiting until the summer. And Fitz, Fitz is really shutting yeah. me up. Past he's dropping hours. his nuts on the table and shutting a lot of people up. <laughs> he's that the typical uh, the meme from uh, South Park where he walks in with his balls in a wheelbarrow. That's that's him walking around Prudential Center right now. I mentioned that if if he a got Timo and then signed Timo for somewhere around eight point seven five and Brat for eight point two five, like totaling yeah, under season tickets. seventeen yeah, million. I'll buy season tickets. Looked up the membership, the season <laughs> tickets, and uh, I hope I hope one of them goes for a little bit higher, so I don't have to shell out three yeah. grand to go to games. Not cheap. Next um, no, you know what the 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 good part would be is they're a little bit easier to sell oh, yeah. nowadays. I remember after the cup run in twelve, like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, when I had season tickets, I couldn't give them away for yeah. free. Nobody wanted to go. Um, I, I would offer people both tickets for like twenty dollars like i i'm not even making half of what one ticket costs just, yeah, just take these yeah. don't let them right, go to yeah. waste um and yeah i had a I had a rough time getting rid of them sometimes i'm sure i mean it's been a you know it's been a long time since we've had had anything worth cheering for and you saw you know you saw fitz last night when he was talking in the press conference like you know the fans deserve this and you know, he said, you saw that building last night. He's like, how could you not be excited? Like, I mean, I, I wasn't at the game, obviously, but watching on TV, I mean, that place was, I mean, it's electric. I'm seeing people on Twitter, like, even pregame, like, this place is bananas right now. And yeah, it, um, it's great to see. And I think you're, you know, we've been saying it, me and Andrew have been saying it for, for years, like, the younger group of fans that are finally kind of, starting to work real jobs and getting their own money and, you know, can afford season tickets or to come to games, give them something to cheer about. Cause they're desperate. They're desperate for something to cheer about and let them come to the games. And you're finally giving that and they're, they're selling out their places bananas every night. I think Tuesday is going to be probably the best atmosphere of all season, uh, even over Saturday night. Because, A, it's Timo's first game, you know, knock on wood, he plays at home. And, B, their first game against Toronto at home since the yeah. uh, the beer incident. Um, so, I think it's going to be a shit show in there, which is amazing for, like, a night. Tuesday night yep. in March. No, yo, this time last year, there might have been oh, 9,000 They would have announced 9,000. You know it I mean? would probably be closer to five. <laughs> and... <laughs> Three of them were just right. given away yeah, by exactly. Jake Reynolds. Oh, I got president's t- Brez tickets. Got 17 sets of tickets given away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what the hell was I just going to say? I just lost my train of thought. Anyway, uh, so, yeah. So, you know, looking at some of the things that Fitz had said today, um, he said on the National Network, they're looking to get grittier, add some depth, and create some cap space to do more things down the road, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, I'm not sure what that means. My initial reaction was dumping wood and and black wood. Uh, but I don't know how that creates it down the road because they're both free agents technically after the season anyway. Um, but I, you know, I'm just looking at the list of you know people who are available, and you know, I'm gonna pat myself on the back and take credit for this because back in like November, December. On this podcast, I had mentioned that Adam Henrique should be a good option for them to go after. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's jumped on that bandwagon. Um, he's he's on IR right now. I don't know the status of his injury. He's having a decent year. They'd have to try to figure out the cap, obviously, because he's making 5.8 free agent, though. But some of the other, like, under-the-radar guys that I'm really interested in, I think, would fit kind of what he's looking for. The name I tweeted out this morning with Nick Bugstad. He's a six foot six, two hundred and ten pound center. He's got thirteen goals, ten assists. He's actually a plus seven on a horrendous Arizona Coyotes team. Forty eight percent faceoff guy. You know, he to me he'd be a little more skilled Bastion. You know, the problem I have is you're basically having Bastion two point So how many of these same guys could you have? But we need more out of Bastion too. 
Uh, yeah, um, Bastion has not looked the same since he came back from that injury, and since he's supposed to be a more physical guy, it's kind of understood, I guess. Maybe he's not 100%, um, or just trying to really save his body for the playoffs, but I- I'm glad you mentioned Busad. I've uh, I brought him up a few times on Twitter. He's under a million dollars. Yeah, he's he's 6'6", like, like right, you yeah. said. He he's he hits a lot i think he's like over 120 hits this year um which i know people are gonna hear like oh my god old you know get this boomer off this podcast um it's important come playoff time it just is i i know we haven't seen playoff hockey a lot in the past few years but it simply is important that's all there is to it i i i wish it wasn't as important and we could just go skill base versus skill base because we'd probably end up in the cup finals. Um, but it's not, it, you need a guy, a bigger guy. He could penalty kill. Uh, and he's a right-handed right. shot, which I am very much after right now. I have a few guys too, but we'll just keep ping pong. Yeah, so, and forth. Uh, you know, I was kind of going off, um, Saravalli, who I've come to really dislike since he left, whatever network he was at, his page has become just a clickbait central of everybody's going to Toronto or, but I'm just using his list here, and I was going down the list. Uh, so Bukestad was, I wasn't even on that list. I was just kind of going through this morning, cap friendly, looking at shitty teams and see, you know, who's available, who might be available. He was a guy that jumped out at me. Um, the other guy I was really surprised how little he's making. And initially, I wasn't like super pumped about it. But I'll preface this by saying this Luke Shen, he's making 850000 which I had no idea was making that little. Um, if the Devils, I don't know if they would do it, uh, trade Severson, if they want to, you know, he's been rumored that he's, his name's out there. I think, you know, um, Friedman has said that his name has been kind of out there a little bit. If they were to trade Severson, you could obviously replace him with Shen and save yourself some cab space and then make another trade for a forward. I don't know if Fitz does that. You know, Shen at least has some winning pedigree, you know, he's played in the playoffs. He's, he's a little older, but I think he could step in and play that third pairing D man pretty easily. A hundred percent. Um, and he's more so what you want on the third pairing. You don't want your off your third pairing guy to be someone that can't play defense. And unfortunately, Severson can't. And his crutch used to be, he was an offense defenseman and that's apparently no longer the case much either. He's having a, a pretty, subpar year uh luke shen would be a great 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 fit um big guy again very physical um and should be extremely yep. cheap uh to yeah snag. i think other teams uh, i think to... i think there will there will be a little bit of a bidding war for him just because of how little he's making and how little cab space all these teams have so i think that's a little you know i think Toronto's obviously out just because of the trade they made today for mccabe um, but I'm pretty sure there's other teams that are interested um, as well. To further that for a right-handed defenseman, more of a veteran guy, uh, in case that's what they're looking for, which I think they should be. I'm looking at the Florida Panthers, and I'm calling about Radko Gudis. Um, he's a bit of a goon, yeah, I, I've, but or he used to be a I'd bit of a I'd have to do goon. a lot of tweet deleting. Because I've called him a piece of shit more than more than one occasion. He's an asshole. He he, yo, <laughs> that's the he's an ass. Ryan Reeves is an asshole. I would have loved for Ryan Reeves to be on the Devils. You know what I mean? It's just like you don't you hate the guy because you hate playing against him when he's on your team. You love him, and he's actually calmed down his game a bit in terms of the douchebaggery. <laughs> um, he's been plus points for I I had the stats up him like a minute ago. I think he's been plus points like the past like six years. Um, he's playing a lot of minutes in Florida. I know that doesn't really help his case right now because they're he's not very good. Sick um, I mean, he's only got, he's got 10 points in 51 games. You know, he, he's a third pairing defenseman. He's actually playing 17 minutes time of ice right now. Sick uh, too. And he could fuck up Truba. Let's just, let's just say he could fuck up Truba. I, I'd be comfortable with him here. Um, yeah, that that's an that's another right-handed defenseman I would definitely yeah, look at. Staying into. along those lines as well, uh, Nick Jansen would be another guy I'd be interested in. I'm I'm sure he's um being highly looked at by these teams as well. He's making 2.5 so we could obviously fit him. Sounds like the Capitals are looking for like a second round pick, which I don't know if I'd give up a second round pick for him. 
I don't think we have a second. I think it would have to be a yeah, third I'd, this year. I just I think it'd be a bit much for basically a third pairing rental. Um, yeah, we do have a yeah. second pick this year. We don't have a third. Yeah. Oh, we do. <clears throat> Right, but yeah, just, just along those lines of, of a, yeah, we'll scrub that. Um, <laughs> just, you know, a right-handed physical defenseman. He, he can be that guy too. He's a pretty decent puck moving defenseman too. Uh, you know, I think any of these moves hinge on whether the devils trade Severson or not. And I just don't think they're gonna, I, I would, you know, I wouldn't be upset if they did, but I, I just don't think they're gonna, um, Yo, it's. I mean, I would love it because I don't like him. It's, it is such a slap in the face to the guy. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> the guy that's been there pouting since, um, you know, since the longest tenure devil pouting about how bad the team is, and then they get good, and we're like, all right, see that's ya. That's what I love. It, it, always complain. I, I, I'm sick of being on a bad team, sick of being on a bad team. It's like, okay, There's well, about it. you know, you're kind of one right. of the reasons that contributes to them not being good, so... Maybe do more. Uh, be be a bit more of a leader. Um, but again, this is, I don't want this to turn yeah, into yeah. A, a shitting on Severson. And the last guy, the last um, guy I had on my list, and I'll let you go. Um, he's not. He's certainly not going to help with the grit in terms of size because he's small. But Connor Sheary is another guy. He's a UFA making one point five million. You know, you couldn't possibly ask for more. You know, experience in the playoffs and. You know, with all those years of, you know, with Pittsburgh and, you know, you couldn't ask for more experience there. And the guy's a consistent, you know, he'll give you 10, 15 goals. He can skate. He would add some offense to our bottom six where we desperately need it. Again, he's small, but, you know, you really wouldn't have to give up much and he's not going to cost you much. I don't even think we'd have to make a move because I think we'd actually be able to fit him uh, under our cap the way the way the situ- way we are right now, too. He plays big. Like you said, he's not the biggest guy, but he plays big, and that's what you want that time of year. If you're not going to have the size, have the heart. Um, oh, and yeah. He definitely that he does. That box. He definitely has the heart. Um, he's, he's a playoff I guy. Have... He's for sure a playoff guy. Um, and we're going to need those. I mean, Palat, I haven't been super impressed. I mean, you know, he's coming off an injury. I don't see him doing a ton out there, but I just have a feeling he's going to be one of these guys where, you know, he shows up big in the playoffs when you need him. Just, yeah, like that calming presence, especially, you know, you go down early in a playoff game and the building's rocking and you think it's over. And he's that type of guy that will calm down the bench, calm down the room, say, we've done this 30 times this year. What's tonight? You know what I mean? Tonight's no different. Tonight's just a little bit warmer outside. Yeah. We can we can get the other thing about Shiri, too, is you'd be able to put him on the second power play unit. That is just a black hole right now. Um, he's got seven power play points, two power play goals. So he can he can shoot the puck too. You can put him on the second power play unit. Just anything to get Miles Wood off that unit would be a plus. Yeah. Um just like added. Yeah, I mean it's off the general, planet would be, would be cool, cool too, like you know, Mars, you know, something like that. I have three guys that again, they they're not gonna go after, but just like Guys, I would like look into that kind of check some of the boxes. First one in Chicago is Taylor Radish. Um, he's 25 years old. He's making nothing. Like, I think $785,000. He's got like 15 goals on the year. He's a little bit bigger in size. Not a lot of hits. Doesn't play as physical, but he does provide that scoring depth, you know, down in the lineup. Uh, and he's a right handed shot. So that the only issue is he's a pending RFA, and I'm guessing that's going to cost. A little bit more than you would think for a 15 14 goal scorer to get him. Oh, you mean uh to resign him next, right? Year. But to even for the trade, I mean, Chicago's gonna, you know, like, all right, he's an RFA. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, not, yeah, it's not right. a, if yeah. he was a UFA, then yeah, it's a slam dunk. But as an RFA, they're probably gonna want, you know, especially they're rebuilding, they're gonna want pieces back. Um, I we can give them that's fair. I, I, um, listen, I'm willing to trade Blackwood to anyone that will take him. You know, I tweeted it out yesterday or the day before, like, how poorly thought of is he around the league that it's not a secret that the Devils have tried to get rid of him. They've tried to shop him. Yeah. And no one will take, like, a 25-year-old big athletic goalie. Like... Who was, like, at the top of his class when drafted. Right. Like, I don't know if it's, like, a personality thing or, or what it is. Like, I know he's been injured a little bit, but, like, I would think someone would take a shot. 
I don't know, man. You you get to a certain age with a certain amount of tape, especially as the goalie, and your biggest issue is your rebound control, and it it, it becomes a question like, how fixable is this, and is it worth an investment to even yeah, try to fix? Yeah, he's only making two point eight, I think, so it's not like a huge investment for a rebuilding team. Like I thought, the Sharks would have been smart to get him back in the trade because the Devils. When the, the first thing that popped up when it was like being held up because of an injured player, I'm sure yeah. for you was the same as like, oh shit, Blackwood is a part. We're getting Reimer back. Like this, I is don't awesome. even need Reimer back. I'm perfectly happy with Schmid playing as, as it, the backup. Just, yeah, just take no, I'm, I'd be fine with Schmid as the backup. Um, and it's it's not even really about clearing space. Like you know, as a Sharks fan, like our goaltending situation's awful. Like why not? Take a shot, and if he sucks, he's an RFA. Let him go somewhere else. Don't re-sign him. Yeah. Like, 100%. you know, what did they get back that was so good? Like, again, we've talked about it. Like, Zetterlin's okay. Like, none of these none of these guys are really good. Like, you know, Zetterlin has, what, six goals? Like, you know, he gave up a 35, probably 45-goal score. He's replaceable. For nothing, really. I mean... Yeah, I don't know. I would have at least Greer. I'd be like, all right, give me the goalie, and the Devils probably would have been like, "Fucking take him, please. Give me the cap space." Um, who's next? Next guy is in Anaheim. I'm trying to go a little off the beaten path, not like you know. Let's just keep harping on the same guys over and over. Obviously, we want the bigger names. Um, but next guy is in Anaheim. I don't know how much sense it makes because they just signed him to a deal. Uh, I think it was a three-year deal this summer, um, and it's Frank Vitrano. Um, currently sitting at 29 points, 15 goals, 14 assists. He's got a terrible plus-minus, but I don't really care. It's fucking Anaheim. Uh, 73 hits on the year. Uh, again, just a, a grittier player that plays down in the lineup, um, or at least he would here, uh, probably going in between the third and fourth line, maybe penalty kill here and there. But just... A, a, a grittier player. That's it. That's all that needs to be said. That's exactly what we're. Yeah, looking they're gonna for. have some decisions to make on the third and fourth line. Like who's who's the odd man out? Like conventional wisdom would be Boquist, but like honestly, I don't think he's out of the. Let's say you know. Let's say the lines you have Palat, Hola, and Mercer. Let's say is your th- is your third line right now? I guess or Yegor. So that you know, there are those guys are out of the mix. So like. Of those guys, who's the odd man out? It's got to be one of the McLeod, Bastion, and Wood, right? Wood stinks. And I don't think it's going to be McLeod. He's because... actually doing stuff. He's useful. Yeah, I, I don't hate... I, I hate where he was picked, right. but I don't hate what he's providing right now. Not at all. Him and Wood and Bastion are giving us literally nothing, and I'm sorry to all the Bastion fangirls no. and fanboys out there that might listen to this. He's He's literally providing zero right now. Um, I don't care if he scored the other night, but he's no. been a ghost since he came back from injury. Yeah, it's been disappointing because he really shut me up at the beginning of the year. When everyone lost their shit that we reclaimed, it was like, this is like, what, like, guys, we need a good fucking hockey team because we just love <laughs> yeah, mediocre yeah, sure players. Do. That's like, that. that's all there is to it. And that's what he's turned back into right I now. He wouldn't, wouldn't say sniff the lineup I was on a lot of these I wouldn't even say he's mediocre. Teams. He's been bad. He's been just invisible. Yeah. Um, and then Wood's just not an Wood NHL stinks, right and now. he's just, actively yeah. hurts the team almost every time he's out there. So, And I don't know why he refuses, why Lindy refuses to sit him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, think about, like, if you bench Wood, just Wood, right, and you get a Max Domi, let's say, for your fourth line. You know what an yeah. like what an amazing upgrade that is. He's got 18 goals, 29 assists. He's making three million dollars as a pending UFA. You get him for basically nothing. You're gonna probably have to give up some picks. Obviously, you're gonna have to give up some players. You know, I don't, a guy that I don't know why. You know, Riley Wall should be someone teams want. He's a right-handed puck-moving defenseman. He's a pretty good player. I mean, he again doesn't have a spot here, but other teams should probably want a guy like that. You know, Riley Walsh, uh, you know, foot. Those types of guys can go in these kinds of deals, and I really couldn't possibly care less. I mean, nobody's going to want Miles Wood, but I'd put him up there, obviously, as well. You know, uh, you know, I, I don't think Domi's going to happen because it sounds like he wants to stay in Chicago, but I don't know, you know, what the situation is there. But just happen to be, yeah, I mean, just having to be staring at his name, like you know, what an upgrade that is to have Max Tomey on your fourth yeah. line and not Miles Wood. I mean, it's yeah. addition by subtraction 
plus a major addition. That's the kind of move. I think Woods point. That's the kind of move that you look back on. You're like, we were we were that piece away from winning a Stanley Cup, and they went out and did it. I uh, I think he's hurt. Um, that's uh, that's Wood. He he's got to be. You know what I mean? Those hips are fucked, and he's not. He he at the bare minimum would like flail into players at full speed. Um, he's not even touching anyone and he's constantly getting put on his ass. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like the NFT community told him he should save his, uh, save his hips. I don't know. It's so fucking funny. Who's in another one today? Who's in another one today? Bro, you got bigger issues right now. I I tweeted it today. You know how funny, you know, see all these NFL players that took their, their contracts in Bitcoin and lost like three quarters of their contract. How freaking funny would it be yeah. if he took his took his contract in Bitcoin and it just crashed? Which is funny. It's even funnier because like the NFL, like, all right, you sign a hundred and fifty million dollar contract and you put a hundred right. of it in Bitcoin, you're still sitting on fifty million dollars. Right. Wood is gonna be a fucking <laughs> car salesman. Be a hundred you know be what I mean? He doesn't he doesn't have a career in, in he's, he's dumb as a fucking box of rocks, so he's not going to coach Finland? either. Yeah. Um. I mean, it might be a mental thing going on with him, which is why he sucks yeah, so bad, I, too. It's like, what the fuck am I playing for? I, I'm losing yeah, money playing I'm this game. I'm just over right this now. dude right now. I just really need him at, off the team. And and again, I don't know why he refused to bench him. I don't know why Ruff refuses to bench him. Um, But that's the move. If you're going to get grittier and you're going to add somebody to your lineup, you know, looking at, you know, how the roster is going to be constructed. I'm just trying to find my tweet from earlier with what I tweeted out of the roster, but I'm never going to be able to find it because I have so many goddamn mentions from Rangers fans right now because I dare tweet anything about spitting in a guy's face Mm -hmm. about how that could be an accidental... uh, I don't know how. How do you accidentally? I mean, I mean, you know, listen. I saw it, and I was like, I love the. People. I saw like I saw the story, and I'm like, all right, maybe it was like whatever. And then I saw the video. I'm like, this dude straight up hocked a loogie straight in his face. I saw someone try to say like, oh, they misfired. Yeah. their spit. Come on. It's like, yeah, and he straight up spit. And listen, I, I actually like Miller. I think he's a really good player. I think he's fantastic. Like, it has nothing personal, but like, just say I fucked up and move on. Like. I would have been like, you know what? Good for him. He said he fucked up. He take his suspension like a man and, and learn from it and move on. It was an accident. It wasn't an accident. You spit in his face. Complete bias aside as a devil's fan, I think the NHL should take action and disbar him from the league. Really? Complete bias yeah, right. aside. Yeah. Nothing to do with him being no, on the No, totally Rangers. not. I, never I let never him play again. This tweet now. This is crazy. Ranger fans just... You know, Devils fans are always talking about Rangers. We're always talking about Rangers. These all these dudes do is talk about the Devils. Yeah, I'm talking about your fucking player that's spitting on other players. Sorry that it's also a rivalry, right. but that's not something that's going well, like, on. You know what, about. Ranger? Let, let's say that it's Marshand that spit on somebody. Would Ranger fans be like, "Oh, it's Mr. Apologize"? No, they'd be going ape shit. Stop. Yeah. All right. So here's I found it. So. In my head, I think Timo has to play with Nico. Honestly, I know you don't want to break up that line right now with with um, Mercer and Tatar and, and Nico, but Timo and Nico just have that chemistry that you can't teach. And I don't see any reason why Brat, you know, Mercer and 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 Hughes can't play together. But either or, it doesn't matter. And that's interchangeable. I think your third line is Palat, Hall, and Yegor. Unless you want to move Yegor into a Mercer spot, you know, whatever. But I think that's your top six, right? Your top nine, right? Yeah. And then your fourth line, yeah, like, but, and it's got to be, you know, either Boquist or Bastion. And then you've got to sub Wood out or Bastion out. But I think McLeod's got to stay. So when you're talking about adding grit, like, you know, he's talking about adding grit and, and this sort of this and the other thing. He's got to be talking about the fourth line, right? So who, who's, who comes out of the lineup? Like, I don't know. I, I mean, I know, I it's know, be, like it should be Wood or it should be Bastion, but the fact that he refuses to bench Wood means it might be Bastion. I don't think McLeod's coming out because, you know, 
They use him too much on, on face-offs and things. So I think he's safe. I think it's got to be Bastion or Wood. It could just be him, like, saying this as well. Just to, like, I don't know. Just to say, like, hey, like, we're not done building. You know what I mean? We don't think this is a finished product. We're, But we are comfortable going into the postseason as is. Or not as is, but, like, with our additions. Um, no, it's got to be Wood. I mean, Wood, Wood is literally the odd man out. There's a 0% chance he comes back. There is no place for him on the team right now. He provides absolutely nothing other than being a liability every time he's on the ice, and he's making too much to be doing that. That's why I thought, honestly, like an extra piece coming back from San Jose was going to be like Bonino. uh, Yeah, Bonino. um, Yeah, Bonino would have fit perfectly. Yep. Um, So the other part of my tweet was I, I projected what our power play lines would look, and tell me this doesn't sound so much better. So you got T- your first power play unit, first of all, is Timo, Nico, Brett, Dougie, and Hughes. I mean, that's unreal. And the second power play yeah. unit, you got Palat, Hola, Tatar, Mercer, Severson. You don't have Bastion. You don't have... I, I would prefer to not have Hola, but at least if you can win a face-off and just get the fuck out of the way, <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. Um, I'd rather have somebody else at the center there and him just play defense and be a Jay Pandolfo. I'd be fine with that. But... You know, Tatar, Mercer, Palat, Severson's way better than what we've been running out there right now. 100%. And that's like a unit that would honestly only be on for like 30 to 40 seconds max. Um, because you need your first unit to be that top heavy. Look at how the Rangers win games. You know what I mean? They have their five best players on the ice for like a minute and 45 seconds. And they're a great power play unit because of it. We we need to be a, a, a very top-heavy unit. Um, and then it's not even like our second unit is bad. Our second unit is more of like the grinders that will be in the boards just keeping possession of play and hopefully getting a puck out to the front and someone chipping yeah. it in. So, yeah, I, you know, again, as a Devils fan, I couldn't possibly be happier. I, You know, part of me is, come on, finish the job, Fitz, round out this roster Get me a fourth guy, a fourth line guy that can actually chip in. He goes and gets a Shiri. He goes and gets a Bustad. He gets one of these guys, a Domi. I mean, it's it's lights out. I mean, it's game over. Bustad's my number one. I'm I'm glad they, we're on the same you, page you, there. He's, it's game he's over. You get a six foot six. One. I mean, first of all, Tom Wilson's number one A, one B, one C for me. That's not happening. Tom Wilson would make every Ranger shit their pants before they even stepped on the ice. For that first round matchup, they just the devils just tweeted out a picture of Timo arriving in Denver. That's so fucking sick. So happy. Damn, that's insane, man. I I can't believe it. I literally can't believe it. But obviously, Tom Wilson's number one. Uh, I'm just, I just, I can't see them trading him in division nonetheless. I can't see him coming. You know, I just don't know how they make the cap work for some of these guys with a lot of higher, like Lawson Krause would be another guy I'd love, but he's making 4.5 for another couple years. I don't see how they make the cap work right now. We have like 1.3, I think, in deadline cap space. So unless Severson or Blackwood are part of the deal and the other team's retaining 50%, I don't see how these trades work. I mean, Arizona may retain just because they just want to get rid of everybody because they, they're a poverty-ass franchise. Um, so maybe they would. Maybe they would retain and take Black. You don't really need a goalie, though. So maybe they'll take Severson and just you know jettison him in the offseason. I don't know. I don't know what to I don't know what to do, but I mean Kraus would be a great addition. There's a lot of guys out there that can help the, the team as long as they're willing to do what's necessary yeah. to bench wood or get Bastion out of the lineup, put these guys on a fourth line. I think they can do it and I think they should. You know, you're not gonna get you know, next year's not guaranteed. You're you, you know, what happens if, God forbid, one of these guys gets injured next year or you know, we have a down year. You're never guaranteed to get back here. So when you're there and you're playing like this, you got to take the shot. No, and and not even to to go down this road, but like you don't know what the Brat situation is next year. You don't know what the Tebow situation next year is. You don't know if Luke or you know Nemich actually look like they're they're ready to take on the role of being relied on in the NHL, or they need a, a little bit more time. Um, no, it, you've gotten this far. 
you have a heart caliber player on the team, a Norris caliber player on the team, the best goalie you've had on the team in five years. You have a lot of role players that have all really stepped up. Um, it, you go for it. You don't play past. And they've already, but the thing is, they've already gone this. for it in the sense they've gone for it and made the move to get Timo. Going forward further is adding a depth. We're not asking them to get another top line forward. All we want is is our bottom six to contribute and get yourself a positive player to put in that third or fourth line. That's going to give you some goals, going to give you some grit. It's not going to cost you a ton. 100%. And that's beautiful. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of guys. They have plenty of guys to choose from. So, uh, you know, it just depends on what it's going to cost and if Fitz really wants to do it or not. Well. We held on to all our big I can't, pieces. I just I can't believe Holtz didn't. I can't. I just don't understand what the hell Greer is thinking or doing. I thought it was for sure Holtz, Sharangovich. Um, I don't know. He he kept himself really flexible for the summer uh, to make more yeah. moves. I mean, they can still um, trade Holtz. Yeah. It's on where they see yeah. it in the future, but I, they they still have that piece. So they may not have a first round pick, but they have a first round talent they can trade. He's smiling. I, I'm literally just staring at the. He's picture. so happy. The picture from last night when he got on the Zoom call was just like the guy couldn't be smiling. It was like the Grinch is smiling literally from ear to ear. Did you see uh Siegenthaler's um interview? Interview. <laughs> about it so full oh yeah no we definitely didn't plan uh meeting up with our <laughs> yeah. swiss international teammate uh who we're actually friends with who is rumored to be a devil uh we were all just in tulum together somehow and he we were all here as a team he was here alone it was like a coincidence it's really bizarre but uh yeah really happy he's here <laughs> and one thing uh, you know we'll wrap this up soon here but one thing i wanted to point out because we, as Devils fans, have shit on the owners mercilessly since they've taken over. And I think a good part of it, and I tweeted this out earlier, is is Josh Harris's just smug, punchable face. Where if David Blitzer was kind of the face of the ownership group and you saw him around more, I wouldn't have the adverse reaction I've I've had in the past to the ownership. But I'll say this. I'll give him some credit. I'll give Blitzer some credit. You know, that interview he did on MSG where he really seemed like he was emotionally invested in the team as a fan was awesome. And I don't know if who saw, if many many people saw this. They didn't really point it out. But on Saturday night at the celebration for the 20th anniversary team, they had people down on the ice, some uh, season ticket holders, you know, shaking the players' hands as they walked in. And at the end of that line was David Blitzer, and he couldn't have looked happier to be there. Was so pumped, shaking everybody's hands, hugging everybody. That was really cool to see. It's been a while since we've had someone that really looks like they give a shit about the team more than just we bought the Prudential Center, that's why we own the Devils, where he seems to really be the face of the franchise now in terms of the leadership and... and being the face of it rather than sour push Josh Harris. And that's why you want your owners somewhat involved. I'm not saying full control. I'm not saying anything of that sort, but you want them involved, especially in a, in a sport like hockey, where it's such an intimate sport. There's not a lot of outside noise. You want them involved. And for so long, I got told, told you know when i would go on my tyrants that you know they don't give a shit about the team so on and so forth or and it looked like that you, you know you just said it for a long period of time they didn't care or at least appeared they didn't um they did very little to show that they did care but right because the team was losing and they weren't making I, I, money yeah uh, you, you were told you saw it all the time you know I, I don't want my owners involved they they overstep boundaries so on and so forth um and they did that with shiro uh, that Julie article just came out. They wanted some input on moves and everything. And she was like, if this is the case, I'm out. Like, I, this wasn't the job I signed up for. And in hindsight, I'm glad they yeah. did. No, I mean, Shiro did a good job. You know, if you think about the Hall trade, like what we got back and what we've turned it into, I mean, 
we we really fleeced Arizona, honestly. Um, you know what? We didn't at the time, have time. We right. did now because Mercer, of what yeah, Tom has turned Mercer, it into. Well, and he 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 deserves for a lot Mercer of for uh, Ball. I mean, you know that trade that turned into be Mercer. Uh, didn't we also get? What else did we get? Was Ball Mercer? Was it Mukamadulin too? Was that extra pick? I believe so. Yeah, which now turned into Timo. So I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, I'll give credit where it's due. I mean, Shiro did some good things too, and you know, but right now the way things are going, I, I don't know. I said it yesterday. If anyone's complaining about this trade, please tell me now so I can come punch you in the face. Like there's literally yeah, nothing yeah. to be upset about that trade. And I was joking around this morning. I said, I can't wait till Fred Peters is complaining about the seventh round pick that we gave up in a couple of weeks. Just because. <laughs> Why did they have to include a seventh round pick? Just shut up. Oh. Just shut up, Fred. Oh, man. I, I love it, man. He's, he's always in yeah. character. He, he sticks he sure to his does. guns. You got to respect sure does. it. You don't have to like it, but you got to respect it. Oh, shit. And now I'm reading Nico's. Uh, Peace. He's a competitor. He wants to win. That's something we need in this room. We only want winners in here. We don't want anybody that just comes here to play losing sucks. Adios, Steverson. Yeah, <laughs> and oh, I'm so fucking mad. We don't get to play for another two days. And that's at nine thirty at night too. And I'm an old fart, so I'll probably fall asleep. Yeah, I'm not. Hey, well, it depends. If Timo's playing, I'm watching. I don't think he's gonna be, but he said he's day to day. He may play. Uh, but it's the most playing. I, I wish I could commit. I my bedtime is to be well. I don't time. sleep anymore, so I wake up at one o'clock in the morning, regardless of what time I go to sleep. So it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> it's yo. It's not even to go down this road because we're on the podcast. But she's in this regression. Um, she just hit eighteen months. She wakes up at two and thinks she's awake for the day. Oh, yeah. So we we, just, we, we play until like three <laughs> thirty, and then she eventually yawns and says she wants a baba, and then she gets into bed with us, and then we get to go back to sleep for like an hour and a half. I, don't even, I just I'm just Fun. awake. I just can't sleep no matter what I try. I tried taking pills yesterday, it had the opposite effect. But anyway. I don't want to bore anybody. They made it this far. We've tried to keep it relatively short tonight. But, yeah, I mean, so, obviously, I don't know what the hell is going to happen on trade deadline day because all the big trades went down. I guess maybe you see a Chitrin trade. I don't know to who because nobody's got cap space. I don't, you know, I don't see how the hell anyone can afford Carlson. Um, You know, again, he, he not to keep going here, but he tweeted, you know, he said something today about he was basically – you know, trash talking San Jose and the return they got, and Let's see if I can find it real quick. Because again, I'm my my feed is just full of Ranger fans being fucking. It's fun to be on this side of it sickles. for once. Not for once, but for the first time in a long time, to be on the side where you're doing the absolute fleecing of the elite player. Right. Um, not you know fleecing, selling the elite player, but getting him this time. He did. He said he, not to take over or anything, but said he was like, I'm just here to play hockey. Uh, getting rid of a guy like Timo doesn't contribute to a short turnaround. Right. I'm so. just trying to find the exact quote because I have it. Yeah. So many tweets about so many tweets about uh, Ranger. Everyone's just going nuts over this. We haven't had this collective like feeling as a fan base in so long where a thousand people in 10 minutes have liked the picture of Timo getting off the yeah. plane. It's just, it hasn't existed. And they sent the so private, they sent the private jet for him too. I messaged the, uh, the rep that Brat Pack uses, Logan. We've talked like on and off. I've met him at a bunch of games trying to start the role and get a few games in next year guaranteed. I might just do like one of those like 12 yeah. or 15 game plans. I'm thinking like 41 games. If there was a game tonight, I wouldn't have gone. You know what I mean? Like, not that like I don't want to go or like I, I don't support the team or anything. That's a lot of fucking games to go to. I, I didn't realize yeah. how. 
Well, I did realize, but... All right, so I found the quote. So he said, trade a guy like Timo. I don't think that shows that this is going to be a quick turnaround. It's unfortunate. Understand what needs to be done from an organization perspective, and it just sucks that it happened to be where I'm at a stage in my career. Now, if I do a quick search on Carlson and I pull up his contract, maybe, just maybe, when you go to get a contract, you don't try to get an $11.5 million contract and take up 14% of your team's cap space and then bitch about why you can't be competitive. That's why you can't be competitive, because you're making up 14% of your team's cap space for another one, two, three, four more years at the age of 32. That's why your team can't compete. That's why you can't re-sign Meyer. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was more than four years. I wonder how many He's got 2027, 20, 20, 2026, 20, 27. He's a UFA. I'm wondering if Meyer's the only team they're, uh, they're holding salary on. Because if they take, say, 25% of that on... That's not, I mean, it's a terrible contract in two years. You know what I mean? But but nobody has the cap it's space. It's doable. But for nobody a team. has the cap no, space. No, the cap needs to go up a significant right. amount. A significant and the fact amount. that Edmonton's reportedly interested, what? What are they going to win? 9 8? Like their defense is dog shit as it is. You're going to get a guy who can't play defense but can score? I'll tell you what, man. That'll be fucking fun hockey. Well, yeah, to watch. but they're not going to be good hockey to watch. No. Because no, their goaltender's butt cheeks. No, you're going to have three guys making $40 million. Yeah, crazy. And all the guys are old as shit. Vlasic, Couture, they're all making a ton of money and they stink. Look at all the, if you're looking at Cap Friendly, look at all the, we talked about this like a couple weeks ago, but look at all their contracts. Their long-term, high-paying contracts are all older guys with a lot of term left. And they're like have like fifteen wins on the year, like that's terrible. When did they go on that run in twenty sixteen? They twenty sixteen, I think they went on that run, um, and they just they banked on that to to be a continuous I mean, thing. With I mean, I think Hurdles and... might be the worst contract of them all. He's making eight point one three seven until twenty nine thirty, and he's twenty nine years old right now. Oh Couture, that's literally Couture his is 33 that's his years old, and he's making $8 million a year until 20... He's a UFA in 27. Carlson, UFA in 27 at $11.5 million. Vlasic is, is a UFA in 26, making $7 million. I mean, that's... Let's see, that's 14 and 8. That's 22... And 10, 32. Carlson never even yeah. buy that. That's it was 40% of their... That's his own... He's 40% a moron. of their salary cap and four guys. That is insane. Whoever sold him on that that was going to be a short turnaround is a fucking genius. Yeah. It's probably fucking Greer. <laughs> so anyway, now that we've gone off on a tangent, we'll wrap this up for tonight. Um, hopefully... Brad contract gets signed soon. Meyer gets signed shortly after that. And, um, you know, you see how they start playing. Uh, you know, Pitt said last night he's not looking for Timo to come in and do anything special. He's looking to just be Timo and play hockey. And even if he's struggling a little bit, we're going to score goals. It'll come. So I couldn't be happier with the move. You know, sometimes you make these moves and you look at the, the positive side of it. We got the player we wanted. but kind of a bummer what you gave up because you, you gave up XYZ player that you really liked. Per, on a personal level, I like Zetterland because I thought he was fun and kind of energetic and that sort of stuff. And the, the off-ice stuff was fun, but we didn't give up anything that I'm concerned with. Nope. And the other thing, Mukamadoulin, that I remember what I wanted to say earlier, was yes, we gave him up and he's a good prospect, but I don't know if people remember this, but he came over last year at the end of the year and played in the NHL, and he was not great. And they sent his ass back to Europe, which to Russia, and I don't think I've ever seen any team do that before. And supposedly he's coming back when this season's up, but you never know with these guys. So, well, he ain't coming right, back here. He's not coming back here, but you know, you never know with these guys. So, to anyone that. May have possibly been upset. You're an idiot, 
And uh, well, I guess we'll see Wednesday night. Hopefully Timo's in the lineup and we go beat the shit out of the Avalanche. Unless you got anything else? You got sorry, anything Tom. else? No. No, I'll say sorry, Tom, <laughs> for now. All right. Well, if you made it this far, thank you for listening. We will be back probably, I don't know, I think Andrew's going to be in Montreal next week. So maybe we'll, I'll grab somebody else to guest host next week or maybe he'll, we'll get one in before he leaves. But again, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys soon.